Welcome back to another episode of The Future of Football. I know, I know, I know it's been a very, very long time and there's good reason for that. And there's good reason why we're back as well. But before we get into any of that, it's only good that we reintroduce ourselves. So it's myself, Myra from the Versus team, but I'm also joined by, you know, the best team around. We've got Jacob in the building. How are you? Very good. We've also got Johnny. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Corey, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I did mention at the top that, you know, it's been a long time. We have been, you know, doing so many things, but we have such an amazing reason to, to bring us back. And a key moment in our world has, has come to light. And in this space that we are in, where we talk about purpose, but, you know, it's, it's culture, it's football, it's music, it's fashion one of the biggest things for me in recent times has occurred and that is big smoke aka skepta aka meridian aka bbk founder making this move into football even that sentence alone it's like where where has this been why 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 has it been so long and we're going to talk about it. we're going to talk about it. we're going to discuss it we're going to talk about what it means the ins and outs of it the details but before we even go into that this season's been one like no other we've not had fans in the stadiums you know we've been a bit distant from football but we've seen loads of things happen we've seen in terms of football in apparel we've seen like art football kits we've seen kits with more collaborations we've seen third kits fourth kits fifth kits in some cases, sixth kits. There's been so much that's happened with football, football apparel. And I just wanted to kind of see what the feeling in the room was about that and whether it had any relation to, you know, maybe the fans not being in the stadiums. But I've, to me, it seems like there's been a real increase in efforts of just really having different forms. So, yeah, what's the thoughts on that? I think for me... There's no secret that jersey culture has been a thing for a little while now. You know, it is one of almost essential pillars of our cultural view of things. You know, it was one of the first signs that football culture was linking more with style in this country particularly, was the fact that people were going out and wearing football shirts as fashion items. The thing that was really missing for me around that was a contemporary spin on it. Everything around people wearing football shirts was always vintage right and really in order to bring that into you know a modern reality we were really relying on the manufacturers and kit makers to do that really because really it was left to consumers like myself who were just going out finding wavy jerseys and buying them or on the flip side you know buying the new jerseys from the main brands that were quite cool I think what you're starting to see now is genuine recognition from the big players your Nikes, your Adis, you know, Umbro came out with that art kit. So there is a real culture around this. And in fact, in terms of their year-on-year releases, people are looking for something different, you know, primarily something that they can wear outside of just a sporting context. And that's done really cool things, you know, because these brands have a lot of power, you know, a lot of creative capability. Um, and it's only going to get more exciting for me. And it's, it's no surprise that that kind of shift from the brands has resulted in something like the big man himself, SK, releasing a football boot. Yeah, I think we're at a point where 
in my opinion at least, we've slowly seen the expansion of football apparel really over the last two or three years or four years, to be honest. Um, and I think it's always really important to sort of champion the quality and creativity behind those products. But I do feel like we're at a moment in time now where, as you say, mate, we've literally seen fourth and fifth kits this year. I don't think we can see much more products than we've already seen. What we'll see instead is a renewed emphasis on creativity and quality of produce with regards to football and brand collaborations. And I think the Skepta line in the sand that Nike have just drawn out in the last week or two is a firm example that even if clubs and brands won't be releasing much, 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 much more than they already are now, because to be honest, there's already so much products on the market. What you're going to see instead is some of the most exciting, innovative, and I suppose newsworthy collaborations and product drops that we've ever seen in football. And as Johnny said, man, this Skepta one is a big legacy move in in my opinion in terms of where the space will go and what impact music can have in football since we started versus a few years ago and really did it with the aim of chronicling and documenting culture's impact on football this might very well be one of the most significant and long-lasting developments in that relationship between music and football in my opinion like we launched about really a year or so after Stormzy and Pogba linked up in 2016 um at the time, we all thought that was amazing. In reality, we never really saw the legacy of that come to fruit. In my opinion, after that, we never saw Stormzy link up again with another player. We never saw really much authentic relationships between players and artists build outside of like meeting up on Instagram. Whereas with this, a highly credible, hugely influential creative in the UK music scene, creating product in football, I feel like that opens floodgates for so many others that we're actually going to see happen in the next year or two. Yeah, I think with this as well, it being like, you know, it's Nike's first ever time collaborating with a musical artist on a performance product, uh, which is, you know, is a crazy groundbreaking moment for both them and Skepta. But like having someone like him to put his sort of creative lens on a boot is, you know, it's massive for you know, football apparel and like collaboration and stuff, which we've seen is like still king. Obviously, you know, PSG Jordan got like, had then Palace 44 with Arsenal this season. Collaborations are like the way in which certain clubs, manufacturers are expanding and definitely how they're sort of viewing products going forward, whether that's performance like this or like straight up, you know, jersey sales. Like I think, you know, we've had certain manufacturers asking for our input on like who should work with who and like what collaborators should work with what certain brands. So it's been interesting to see their kind of thought process on it. And I think it's not just sort of like on the streetwear lens as well, it's sort of high-end brands realizing this as well. Like, you know, Balenciaga dropping their football shirts as well as like flying up advertisements in Prem games. Like I, I think everyone can sort of, you know, the boots they did were a piss take in the classic sort of Balenciaga tongue-in-cheek mould, but, like, their success at street level is sort of, like, you know, it's so apparent for brands like this now that, like, you wouldn't really be surprised if you saw a skep, like, Donald, like, Bottega Vanetta, like, dropped a bespoke jersey of their own, or, like, Matthew Williams, who's, like, his go-to guy, like, reinterpreted a jersey for his, like, leaks in print. Like, a really, it wouldn't be surprising now to see that sort of, like, extension um of collaboration 
because it's just yeah it's not showing any signs it's like slowing down at the minute yeah i do find it crazy and i think corey what you said when you said it, it makes so much sense we we had seen so much of the same but remixed but this is the first time where it's just completely gone okay we're not there anymore we're moving elsewhere and for me it's the it's the fact that it's skept on i mean this is someone that if you look throughout his whole career he's He's represented many different things. We've had Mr. Sunglasses at night. We've had Gucci belts underneath our shirt collars. We've had, you know, sports direct shirts. Like you've had it all. And now he has entered this realm of football. And this is like, this is an, a creative, an artist, just someone that's so transcendent. Like, what does he mean for you guys? Because for me, growing up listening to his music, seeing him do everything he does and just, you know, be able to live in different worlds has always been quite inspirational because traditionally, if you were artist, you were an artist. But he's kind of said no to that and lived by his own rules. And I mean, the actual train at SK, like we're on the, what, probably fourth or fifth, right? Even that in itself to me is, is bunkers. So looking at Skepta for me, he's always been inspirational in that way that he's kind of formed his own lanes. And this just makes me look at him in a, in a brighter light, saying that, you know what, you can do all of that and then say, you know what, I've got a real passion for football. I'm going to make a product. And in my opinion, a product that's really good as well. So I've just got a lot of respect for it. But what does he mean to you guys, culturally and individually? This guy is one of my legitimate heroes. Like, you know, you touched on some of the touch points that have gone by Maze. You know, a key one you missed out is Ed Hardy. <laughs> got so much Ed Hardy stuff I can open my own Ed Hardy shop as we all remember and you know he hasn't always got it right when you look back with hindsight that's one example but he is the embodiment of if you relentlessly are yourself you will get the rewards for that you know and there's a very famous narrative around you know when that this pivot was made to be himself, to revert back to like a very UK aesthetic, a very grime aesthetic. And all of his success, really, his mainstream success was on the back of that. And that idea that being yourself can generate, you know, the success that really he was kind of fighting for, probably a little bit too hard up until that point, is such an inspirational story that we can all learn something from. And for me, I mean, I've got a few, few things here to show you guys, and I appreciate this is audio only. But like, firstly, to just really show you how much this guy means to me, I've got the Konnichiwa album artwork framed on my wall. Next up, I've got these, the Tailwinds from the last drop that I bought with my own money. But my prize Skepta item that I have, now you might remember during that period of Skepta's serious come up, that famous trip to America that he made when grime just wasn't a thing in America. Well, my little brother happened to be in New York during that period and spent 48 hours with Boy Better Know in New York, in Brooklyn, over that whole time. And he actually got me this signed Skepta CD, actually signed by Skepta, that I've kept like safe for the last six years, basically. And this is like genuinely one of my prized possessions. It's also signed by Shorty. But like, I, I love this guy. Like, I love Skepta, and I'm not ashamed to say that. Is that the first time that album's been taken out of like a an air sealed bag in six years pretty much yeah pretty much no that's so sick that's so sick to see and like for you then when you when you see him in football right because football johnny is like well like your 
biggest passion, your second biggest passion after music, equal with music, whatever you want to put it. What does it mean for you to see those two things collide in such a real visceral way? It's a dream, to be honest. I think we talk about this a lot, but it is the truth that growing up, I've always been craving a level of cultural convergence between style, music and football that just hasn't been there. And I'm sure you guys probably feel the same, but I've always just been wondering why it hasn't happened. And when, like you flagged earlier, Corey, the Pogba Stormzy thing happened, it was kind of like a finally moment for me, but it didn't really kick things off as quickly as we would have hoped. And it's really nice that we've really been at the forefront of trying to push this cultural ideal to the best of our ability, but actually seeing it come into fruition now with probably like in my eyes the most culturally relevant but creatively like capable person that like sits in that space coming to football regardless of whether you think his ties to football are legitimate or not or not is like kind of irrelevant to me um as like a cultural figurehead so there's no one better to be playing in this space and it is just like a we're here you know skeptics here the culture that we champion is here like and football is here as well is really important to me and I've always wanted football to get to a point where it was you know genuinely viewed in kind of a creative light and in a creative lane and I think we're finally getting there and that can only be a sick thing in my opinion. One thing I, I love about all of this is without even knowing the ins and outs it feels like there's been a journey to this point because when you look at the actual products like we've seen iterations of the SK Air. And then we've now seen that turn into a football boot. It look, it feels as if we've been coming to this point for a long time. It doesn't feel like randomly we've gone, oh, gonna make a, a football boot. And for me personally, if there was anyone that would have had to do it first so that other people can then get involved, it would have had to for me, it would have had to be skeptical. I don't, I don't envisage any other artist trying to bridge that gap, partially because of what everyone's saying in terms of the creative of that actual person and how that person's received. I found, I think it would have been very difficult. And going back to that Stormzy example as well, I think what what Stormzy and Pogba did in that moment maybe didn't manifest into other things, but what it did do for me was it kind of reinforced that link between music and football. And we saw, you know people do more things with music and football afterwards. But this is just another level. This is actual, there's actual product coming from the two worlds coming together. And we've not had that before. I, I can't think of any circumstance where we've actually had product come from that collaboration. We may have had, you know, that BBK football shirts, but to have stuff that you know, we've seen a professional footballer wear that you can purchase, it's not a, it's not a charitable item. It's an item that you can actually purchase. It's a performance item. That is just, for me, I think if you want, if I wanted to sum it up, he has established this door for music to really become a part of football now in a way that it wasn't before, 100%. That's, this is, it is groundbreaking and it, it just feels so weird, especially at the time we're receiving it. I know it's, you know, towards the end of the season and it's been a weird year, but imagine what this means for the Euros. Imagine what means what this means after the Euros. It's just that where we thought that uh, the expectations had probably been reached, it's just opened a new door. I just find it fascinating that we've not been done before as well. So 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gassed about this. I think that Skepta's move into football at this is really impactful creativity. I found it so funny when there's like people in comment sections being like, Skepta in football, what's all that about? Like, it's proper like, you know, you see the UK flag emoji next to them, their like little name and Instagram. It's just like, I'm really, it's quite interesting that people didn't have this sort of like long standing assumption that this guy had like deeply rooted connections to the game. Like, you know, like historically, if you're a fan of Skepta, you'll know it's like it's more than just sort of like wearing the Nigeria jersey or like the England jersey on stage. It's, 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 it's way deeper than that. It's like you go back decades and he's, you know, he's rapping about Aaron Lennon in like, I think it was over the top two in 2009. And like even even in like, you know, in the era where he wasn't maybe he, he might not look back on and be like, that was sick. Like the Onyama Sikudin, that era. When he's like saying blah, blah, boom and that, like that's like, a, he's, he's like, he's, you know, that's the Renault Thierry Henry era of um, advertising. Like that was, he's, he's saying that and, you know, he's playing in tournaments. He's actually about it. And like even the quotes about when he's released with the boots, he's like saying like, I love it as a team sport. I love it. Uh, um, you know, I, I love the fact that we, you know, I can support in a movement and a team. And he's like really kind of invested on the kind of the playing side of it. And you can, you know, you see in the Soccer AM videos of the Grime Daily football tournaments or like, you know, the off-white stuff of Virgil when he was like, <laughs> when he's actually kicking ball, he's like proper, proper about it. It's quite funny. He's like, he's definitely invested in the game like on a deeper level than your average, your average rapper for sure. So what do we think of the actual products? Because it's one thing talking about how big the moment is and you know what it signifies but ultimately the product is there as well and this is where in any sort of field it can the two sometimes can't marry up where you can have a you know sick idea and sick groundbreaking moment but the product is yeah what do we think about this because i think the first time we saw it was the greenwood leak when he posted on instagram and then of course we then saw them in action where greenwood went brazy and, you know, was on big smoke. And we've seen clearer images of it since. What's our thoughts on, on it? I think you have to respect the creativity and uniqueness of the drop. I was thinking earlier on, I feel like in terms of product releases from Nike that I remember in a football context that have had, I suppose, um, like a creative spark from someone outside of the game, the only ones I can really remember is Kim Jones and a Mercurial boot, probably about a year or two ago. And then the Virgil Off-White Nike collection three years ago. Um, and both of those both of those releases obviously set such a high bar because of the levels of creative genius behind them. And I feel like the SK Phantom doesn't really fall behind that at all. It's got so many nice details you just don't see on product usually. Nice ideas, new moments. I think the... Uh, the similarity between the boot and the sneaker as well is such a unique thing to have a sneaker that corresponds with a football boot like we've seen for a long time like fairly whack versions of like football boots on a sole that has running properties or you've seen sort of laceless i'm not gonna name names but we've seen football boots look converted to trainers that just don't hit at all um what's amazing is i think for this one you've seen like the flip side happen where a very credible, hyper-relevant uh, sneaker has been turned into a boot. And I think you notice that and it feels different as a result. But like the minor details, like the chrome Nike swoosh on, on the side, the iridescent sort of sole plate that goes around to the heel, 
the really nice SK Air branding that has kind of been turned into the SK Phantom on the insole. I think the details are great, but really it's the fact that it's a sneaker coming to football rather than, rather than the other way around, I think makes this so special and does make it bang from a, yeah, certainly a style lens as well as, as, well as a performance one, in my opinion. I agree with everything that Corey just said. And for me, a really big part of all of that is they just didn't overdo it. I think that's the biggest temptation with these drops is that you go too heavy on the design and the detailing and you forget that there is, you know, these days like a cleanness and a sleekness to most football boots that I personally really rate. And I think the temptation when you get a heavyweight design creative head in like Skepta is to go really overboard. And they haven't done that. You know, it looks natural on Greenwood's feet and it looked natural when he bagged. And I think that's a really sick thing. And it is those little details that Corey mentioned, particularly for me, the SK branding, that just levels it up and makes it a really just sick product release, in my opinion. Yeah, I think as well, like, you know, the whole shoe is based around sort of like, yeah, people was like, oh, it's just based on the butterfly emoji. So, well, nah, it's a bit deeper than that. It's creative metamorphosis. It's like the fact that he's actually expanding his vision into the footballing realm for the first time. It's kind of like, this guy's never going to, never stopped evolving throughout his career. And, you know, football's the next step on for him. That one might have went over a lot of heads, but that is like, <laughs> so true. And it's just, it, that's it, right? It's those subtle things that typically within sport and apparel, you wouldn't get. It's just very functional. A, B, needs to run quicker, boom. Whereas this, there's a sort of story behind it, a narrative, which is, which is beautiful. We are speaking about like this collaboration, which is amazing. And it, it's it's not the first core you reference, son. Of course, we had Poet have a um, collab as well. Um, we are saying that this could be the start of something new. This is um, a shift. What is that something new then? Is that more culture relevant figures making football boots? Is it culture relevant um, figures realizing that they can come into football? And what comes with that as well, because we have mentioned that originally when, you know, some audience saw it, they said, well, Skepto into football, I'm not too sure about that. Is there a risk that as this opens the floodgates for more creativity in football in peril, there could be this trade-off between those that do want it and not want it? There'll always be a crowd of people that aren't here for this stuff. Um, and that's okay. You know, some people aren't as interested in creative people expanding their repertoire into non-traditional fields. And, you know, we're talking about football, ultimately. However, in answer to the actual question, like, absolutely, this is going to be the start of something new. Um, and Skepta is, is going to provide real proof of concept for people across the boards. I think that the reality is that culture figureheads interest in football has probably never been higher than right now. And seeing a figure like Skepta do something like that is going to be getting people's creative cogs whirring for sure. You know, Jacob let us know earlier that Virgil posted up about the Allison goal over the weekend. You know, I've got no doubt he'll be dipping his toe back in the football space soon. I think that really what it will lead to is people trying to innovate. Like the boot's been done, what else can be done? You know, can someone get some customized socks as part of like an official kit that a team wears? Can someone design like a team's home and or away jersey in a collaboration? Like where can the boundaries be pushed? Because people like Skepta and your Kim Joneses and your Matthew Williams, 
such a big part of what they're about is trying to push the boundaries in these areas and it's going to piss a whole load of people off when their teams are getting taken over by designers and rappers etc etc but I'm here for it and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes 100% like Johnny says Steve Bruce might not be great in the SKs but Alan to Maximum might be a Newcastle training ground and that's the case across every club I think um, but what I think is so sick with this is that what Skept has done is provide a touch point for artists and creatives to engage with football that hasn't previously existed. I think what we've seen in the last couple, well, two, three, four years, I mean, if you want to be real, you can say the last 15 years, but certainly as a matter of frequency, within the last few years, you've seen high profile UK rappers very visibly demonstrate their love for the game via lyrics and their music drops. Um, that's one major way that creatives have shown love to the game when they aren't able to play it. Skepta has just opened more doors by showing creatives that you know what, you can design major product within football and be seen in that way. I think the future, maybe you'll see creatives set up their own teams, design their own kits, work out how else they can engage with the game outside of really the art they create. Maybe it's product, maybe it's clubs, maybe it's communities. I think what Skepta's done is just to demonstrate and broken another glass scene of how creatives can engage in football and how they can play in that space. And like Johnny says, this will set the creative calls wearing for so many people in terms of, okay, Skepta's dropped a boot. What can I do next to show that I know football, to show that I love football? And for a lot of these guys, this is going to be fun passion projects as well. Like, trust me, no one is kicking up a fuss that they're being asked to design a football boot. Like, this is an amazing opportunity. Um, I think it is one that the new generation of creatives and artists are going to absolutely want with open arms and chase it with, with a yeah, clean heart, clean mind and a clean soul. And hopefully create some amazing things along the way. I think, yeah, it's just redefined what creatives can do within football. I really like that last bit as well, because of course, Skepta is this pillar within these communities, but you're right, it does open up the door for everyone within those realms, which is quite nice. And the, the scope is so broad. You can literally, like you said, go from creating a football club to making football apparel, which is crazy, which means that loads of cultural figureheads could really get involved now. And maybe before, because of the fear of what we were saying, maybe that barrier has been there for so long that people thought that I couldn't do this because of the backlash. But when you get someone that has so much influence doing it, it's like, well, he's opened the door now, I can come through. And to that, you have to kind of give credit to the people that enabled him to do it, which is Nike. Like, if this marriage doesn't come together, we don't see that. So what does that mean for their competitors? Because in terms of a move, that's pretty big power move and a big statement as well yeah i just worry you are now going to see some fairly bad knockoffs from other brands and other artists do worse versions of what skept has already done i feel like that's inevitable anytime you see someone set amazing new levels with any sort of um creative work or product drop you know you know you no doubt see fairly worse versions begin to trickle down the ecosystem i think that's part and parcel of what to expect um if anything, hopefully it you know encourages competitors to, to play in this space. But what Nike have done that's amazing is they've pretty much gone with the best person you could possibly link up with to do something like this with. Um, with any other brand or collective, whatever it might be, the only way is down. Yeah. For anyone else, that's that's like a fact. That's, that's the only way to, to roll it. Um, and I feel like what the most exciting thing is next for us is to see what Skepta can do with Nike and football from here on in. Like I think Johnny already mentioned, like maybe, you know, you look at an artist, can they create something in terms of a kit 
with a club. Maybe Skepta, we've seen him wear a, a Nigeria shirt. We've seen him wear an England shirt. Maybe there's something he can do in international football for the World Cup next year. Who knows? For me, I mean, Corey said it perfectly. I think is a reality. I think the other effect it could have, though, is the opposite. I think if the other brands are smart, they will look at what Nike have done with Skepta and acknowledge that there is nothing they can do to compete with that and actually look at a different way that they can kind of engage genuine creativity within their brands that isn't through like direct collaborations with rappers, high fashion designers. Because when it comes to football, honestly, I mean, Corey said it, because there's nothing you can do. I mean, it's Skepta, like what, what, who else can you use? Like anything else is just going to be washed on some level. Um, and the thing that Nike have done as well is they've slowly road tested people's appetite to Skepta. Not that there was any question, but you know, Nike are coming into this on the back of a ambassador in Skepta who every collab that they drop is heralded at the time as the it item to have, you know, the height of, you know, fashion and culture at that time. So for them to then get them to do a football boot, some people aren't going to like it. The risk doesn't feels relatively minimal and they've kind of built a brand story with him. When I look at the other brands, I don't see currently where those relationships are, where those collabs that are already existing are that they can then translate into football potentially. The one that is good and it's been done already is what Puma have been doing with kids with Kid Super, which is like pretty legitimate and it's lower scale, but it's, you know, I think it's cool. But beyond that, where are the examples to point to to where this could happen with the other brands? I don't really see them currently, and that is a problem because then if they try and do it, it looks forced, in my opinion. It's quite interesting, like in terms of um creative direction, I think with releases and you know, the kid super stuff was like obviously just a brand reinterpretation of a of a shirt and like capsule collection off the back of it. I think that's been one of the yeah, bigger success stories from another brand um, for how to, you know, change products in a different lane this year. I think I've got on pretty good authority that we're going to see Martine Rose um, do her own version of England jerseys. I don't know whether that's in collaboration with Nike, but um, I think that's, you know, that, that kind of thing we're going to see a lot more of, basically getting designers to sort of, put their creative vision on it. And Skepta has been able to do that in the boot in his own right, because his stylistic prestige is almost as good as his music. Like he's got that level of um, strength to his creative direction that just is like, it tops everyone, as we just said. I think um, like we've seen with Virgil and the off-white stuff, I think what we'll see going forward is we'll, obviously I think designers are gonna get drafted in uh to put their own versions on a certain kit or a certain collection or a certain um you know a certain drop surrounding the club so like i think you know arsenal 44 it started off as a suit thing and then it went on to like a you know a shirt collection and wider apparel collection i think what i think you know the the fact that skepsis first thing is a boot doesn't mean it's finished there we could see um you know shirts we could see um, you know, wider kit collections. Uh, it doesn't have to be limited to one bit of product now because, as I've said, everything is sort of out in the open and able to be experimented with now. Do you know what crystallizes all of this for me? 
it's good product, it's someone we all love. And it's the marriage of the campaign as well. So you pick a baller like Mason Greenwood, who for me, that just works for me. That pick a Mason Greenwood works for me. But also something that is very, very easy to forget. You then get Dave involved as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so how, how, how can you actually beat this if you've got Skepta, you've got Dave, and then you've got one of the best young talents in the world, and then he scores with it? It just works really well. But how important do you feel kind of selecting talent is in terms of aligning like a product like that? Because do we, do we think that potentially if you select the wrong talent, it affects your affinity to a product like that? Or is it just because it's skeptical, we're going to love it anyway? To be honest, when we first found out that it was Mason Greenwood, my initial reaction was actually a little bit cold. Um, as a baller, obviously, you know, born and raised in Manchester, who played for, Man- played for Manchester United, I wasn't entirely sure how well it connected. I wasn't entirely sure of Mason's music credentials necessarily. However, as, you know, we started seeing the boot on him in the training pictures, you know, he then started wearing it on pitch and he scored a goal. In the same way that, like, for me, Skepta's kind of creativity is more important than his legitimate links to football, which are there, but that's not for me so much what it's about. I think that when I started looking at it from a broader perspective as to who Mason Greenwood is, his age, like the type of player he is, like cold finisher, you know, bow-footed, you know, wearing this boot, it did start to make a little bit more sense. And now that all of this stuff has started to happen, my own view has softened a little bit and I'm like, nah, do you know what? Like, I am here for it. But being honest, I wasn't sure at first, but I'm convinced now. You've got to think as well, like, the guy is, like, a massive sneakerhead. Like, he is someone that has been collecting SKS, like, independently of any campaign like this. And in terms of, like, new generation of ballers that are, like, at the top of their game, they couldn't have picked a guy at a better time to be linking up for a campaign. Like, red hot form. Banged in the goal with the boots, and that that was kind of expected. It was, even though, like you know, there there could have been loads of pressure on like it being a certain guy. Would he turn up for the right game? Nah, this is a guy that delivers on the big big occasions. Um, so yeah, I think as someone that kind of like symbolises like this kind of new footballer of being like you know really really expressive with his own sense of style and his own sense of like you know he's so into sneakers is so into like streetwear more generally um and obviously like a guy that just loves his music who's been playing Skepta since you know <laughs> he's like you know for all of us like in the last six years he's probably seen Skepta as like the guy in the UK but we've we've obviously been around slightly longer than him so we've seen it for a bit longer but you know that that kind of marriage between this this kid that's kind of grown up as maybe idolizing Skepta as a lot of kids his age do to working with him and then like collaborating on product which he's scoring is just such a crazy it's a it's a it's a it's a crazy moment but it's actually just such a natural fit yeah i think one thing that i think is so sick about this is that you can't underrate the impact on mason greenwood's career and profile this has had as well i think it's so easy to be sort of blase about greenwood because it feels like he's been around for a long time in a weird sort of way like i mean if you know ball we've already known that greenwood was banging it in amongst United's academy ranks for like two or three years before his senior debut. 
his senior debut was what maybe like a year and a half two years ago now already um and it feels like you know what this guy's been around for a bit and it's not that much of a surprise but if you think like this guy's only 19 he's played i think roughly about 100 career games and for him already at this stage of his career to be essentially the poster boy for Skepta's first ever football boot release, which in itself is a major moment within football culture, I think is so sick for Greenwood's rep. And it speaks a lot to, I think, his talent, his mentality, his ability to be seen as someone who really sort of demands the respect of Skepta as well, because we know that Skepta won't work with anyone. He won't co-sign anyone without any sort of, you know, idea and believability in what they can achieve. Um, and I think, yeah, it's definitely elevated Mason's art from sort of a, just a, a very talented young player into someone who has real cultural impact, which is a big win for him and a big win for Nike as well. So I think that alignment has worked perfectly for Mason above anyone else. And the thing is as well, like Skepta's someone that, yeah, as you've said, like is very selective about how he co-signs, but as this kind of godfather figure of the scene, like in ushering through like the best new talent and music and co-signing them, like once you get like, once you get that co-sign from Skepta, that's when you know that you've kind of, made it almost like in the sort of if you if you're collaborating with him you've you've hit a real strong benchmark for yourself so i think greenwood to get that age 19 uh you know and to be working with like the biggest artists in the uk arguably uh in uk rap like it's yeah it's a it's a synergy that's a perfect perfect fit i think we're all in agreement then how you know big this is as a moment for so many different reasons. And I probably know Johnny's answer to this, but when we think of football collaborations within recent times or whenever, what would our individual favorite ones be? I have to be honest, and it pains me to say this, but just because of the quality, the seamless transition, the continuation, and the fact that it's still evolving in year four, that PSG Jordan, it's 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 a it's a difficult one to top for me. It just it just works so well. I know a lot of people don't like it because they're like Jordan. Jordan should be basketball. What's going on here? But it's just worked so well, and it's not just the kits. It's the tracksuits. It's you know the releasing of that to Jordans. It's just a really seamless collaboration. I think we all like seeing newness in football, and that does encapsulate newness better than anything else. Um, like I think what's so sick about that one as well is that Jordan seems to be finding a way to do something fresh with it every single year and set in a new level. Um, like, you know, the one upcoming maze, as you said, like it's the first time Jordan will, you know, make a home kit in football. The first season was the first time they make a Champions League kit. The second season was the first time they make an away kit. They're finding ways to add new layers to that partnership with every year that passes by, which I think is really, really special and a testament to the level of creativity that goes into it. But yeah, the product as well, on top of that, is something to behold. Um, the other one that I can't ever sort of look beyond is the Virgil Nike one from the 2018 World Cup time. Um, like that, I feel like that was truly revolutionary at that moment. I don't think we ever saw someone who was as hot as Virgil at that time um, link up with a football brand and make a collection that in a way as well was so pure to the love of football. Um, like I remember like Jacob, you did the piece, right? Like deconstructing the collection and mm. like that jersey, you had like the Czech pattern from Croatia's 98 World Cup top. You had like the uh, the S. Olivier BVB shirt sponsor from 
2000 on the front. Like there were so many nice wrinkles to that that made it feel very, very creative and very, very authentic. Um, so I love that. And I also rated the fact that even in 2018, right, I think you had Rashford and Mbappe as like the two leading men of that campaign. And again, it was like just perfect talent alignment. And you look at the assets now, three years on, yeah, they still bang. Uh, it feels timeless. And that's, yeah, again, credit to, to what that piece did. For me, there's a collaboration that tops all of these that I'm surprised you guys are failing to mention. I know what you're going to say. Which is, of course, the West Ham ACDC collaboration that is West back. Ham, for... Iron Maiden. Come on, it's Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Dakar. That shows how well it's connected with me. <laughs> I mean, just, just on this, this is my chance to talk about this. This is the, the biggest example of, of a collaboration that should never happen. Oh, West Ham Iron Maiden. Yes. Okay, go, go for it. Why not? It's been done under the guise of convergence culture <laughs> in, in a way that it could not be more irrelevant, not just for young people, but just for football fans at large. It serves no purpose other than to say that the club has done some music-based collaboration. And a very good friend of mine in a drunken state actually bought the shirt <laughs> and he won't stop talking about how much he hates the fact and how much he hates himself for doing it. Um, but in all seriousness, it's an obvious example, but it has to be mentioned, is the Juventus Palace collaboration. And I know we've chatted on it before on this podcast, but to have Cristiano Ronaldo stepping off the coach for a game wearing a full Adidas Palace tracksuit to then actually playing on pitch in the bespoke kit when it hadn't been announced before the game and you wake up in the morning and all of the assets are on pitch, some of the most elite players in the world playing in a streetwear football collaboration kit was just nothing that I'd ever seen before. And the fact they just did it as like a surprise drop has added a huge different element to it for me. Yeah, for me, I obviously... I've seen, um, I mean, Corey was just talking about Virgil just then, seeing him sort of like, there's maybe some signs that he might actually, well, now that he shared the beautiful video of Alisson scoring a bullet header in the last minute, maybe he's got some sort of design intentions to work with a club. There's, we've obviously had, we've been through the rumours of him potentially working with Norwich, but now that he's obviously like sharing Liverpool propaganda, like I'm hoping that, well, I'll, yeah, I'll be down to see what he do with, Liverpool, I'll be down to see what you could do at a club level rather than a sort of like, you know, just like a solely off-white release. Um, I'll be really interested to see that. I think the stuff of every, everything you touch with Nike tends to, you know, it, it's culture-defining. So more of the same with a club would be pretty mad. In terms of like my favourites, I really like... Um, I really, actually, I really like No FC and CP Companies collab, like two brands that, uh, well, both are sort of like internet football club, but also like a group of creatives who are like just really, really on point. Uh, working with like one of my one of my favorite brands, one of the most esteemed brands about and CP Company, and working with them on like a product release, which is sort of like not specifically to be worn on the pitch but there was like obviously jackets which they wore in vault football and like on fifa and uh it's a kind of wider sort of collection of, and wider sort of lens to what football apparel can be as sort of like just 
you know, wider sort of streetwear release and the kind of have like it's a, it's a jacket or rather than just a strictly shirt. It can be, you know, it can still be reinterpreted through that lens. So yeah, and no, I quite like that. And I, I do rate what those guys are doing. No uh, um, FC. So Johnny, back to Iron Maiden quickly. So there's been two releases, one in 2019 and one in 2021, a home and an away shirt. Correct. How many people have you seen wear them at games? Have you ever seen anyone wear them? I've seen one person wear it. I'll make no further comment than that. It's the real ale, like, hobgoblin community, isn't it? It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll drink Ruddles at a pub and get the Iron Maiden West Ham shirt on. Hobgoblin community. Yeah, we've got to shout them out every time. Like, I think, you know, that's a big part of West Ham's fan base, so it needs to be... Oh, mate. Just quickly, like, who would, um, obviously, Iron Maiden aren't the guys you choose. But if you could have anyone who could, like, I suppose, collab with your club on, like, a musical level. Anyone stand out? Morrison. Yeah, naturally. Easy peasy. Morrison. Um, Yeah, it's an obvious choice for me. Um, I'm not sure West Ham would necessarily go for it, but you do see him at games. You know, you see Declan Rice and Martin Noble appearing in his music videos. There is at least one West Ham reference in every single one of his music videos. He's actually almost creating his own link, really, through his identity and his music with the football club, which I really rate. Um, and it would be cool to see that explored in some kind of official capacity. Mm. Yeah, I read that. I'm going to say that the options as a Newcastle fan are so limited, but I think the fact that uh, Blanco made a song called Salomon Rondon, I'm just going to go with that. Well, was Bob well, you say that, limited, but Cass is Dead apparently is a world-renowned Toon fan. So yeah, like, that's, if, that's if, if, you, if you can bring him out of his hiatus and start like, I don't know, doing some Coke bars on Steve Bruce, like, that'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> only a matter of time my friend only a matter of time <laughs> um for me like i would say well obviously like not we're, we're pretty sport for choice when it comes to musical talent Liverpool fans i think like beatles yeah <laughs> beatles capture collab comes soon um innovative i think like i'd be interested to see what slow tie slow tie does would would do like as part of like a collection because obviously someone that is again very on point star wise and a liverpool fan um yeah. You need that Nocta LFC collab now that you got. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. I can I can sense it. In that Nike family, that's what you want to see. Really, really like I don't I wouldn't imagine that being too far away, considering that Nike were actually talking about potentially doing a kit release with uh with Drake involved. Like everyone was kind of waiting on that as because that was mooted for ages as part of like the rollout. They're gonna get like these superstar names. Obviously, LeBron did his thing. But like Serena Williams is meant to be a part of it. Drake is meant to be part of it. Maybe they're just like saving them for the rollout this time. And we're going to see some sort of like mad. But saying that, you know what Premier League ground Drake has played on? Nah, he's not playing St. Jesus Park. Is he actually? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> who, who else is part of the Nike family? What like we? What the bridge? He's played at the bridge, hasn't he? Yeah, the bridge. Yeah, yeah, he's played at the bridge. Oh, no, he has played there. Yeah, played there's the there's a connection there. So maybe with like Nox's bright yellow as well, right? Like their stuff, that big puffer jacket and everything else. Yeah. His yeah. yellow yeah. awake is fairly iconic. Get Thomas Tuchel in it. But... Yeah. Maybe that's where you go with it. Maybe that's where you go. Possibly, possibly. If, it, if the one that comes to head, it's not artist, but again, if we're looking at Skepta's cultural relevance, Jemai Edwards, like cultural relevance mm-hmm. in the UK is so strong. He's a renowned Chelsea fan as well. It'll be interesting to see what he ties in from different lens lenses. Like, 
obviously you've got the sort of music, you've got the creative, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Um and the new drip. Yeah. <laughs> what? SBTV across the So yeah. Um but yeah, with Chelsea, there's so many different ways you can go over it. Because I mean rappers, I mean get Heidi Capro and the summer bangers doing some stuff, you never know. But what's that? Diggity. Diggity, that's another one, true. Diggity, Diggity's another one, Capo Lee. Yeah, there's a few, there's a few options there, but probably have to be Jamal. Probably Jamal. I'll go Jamal. And alas, we've reached our destination. I know it's been a long time, but we had to come back to you know to discuss some groundbreaking news and groundbreaking shifting stuff to be fair this is massive this is massive. It, it is it, i don't think anyone knew about the iron maiden west ham thing so <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad we got that into the open that's true avant-garde <laughs> but on a real thank you for your support as always make sure you're subscribed and your notifications are on so as soon as we drop you'll get this we're going to be dropping more frequently as well so stay tuned that's been another episode of the future of football from versus and until next time we will see you soon.